Now today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. After a request from a local congressman, the Social Security Administration's Office of Inspector General says it will be reviewing the agency's decision to close its field office in Arlington, Virginia. Representative Don Beyer made the request at the beginning of May. The IG says it will identify and evaluate SSA's reasons for the office closure, review its plans to mitigate the effects on those who use the office, and also find out if SSA followed its own policies in notifying the public about the closure. Good marks for the Office of Personnel Management as its inspector general audits the USA staffing system, which is in the process of being upgraded. The IG finds the system compliant with the National Institute of Standards and Technologies requirements. The system does include some unsupported software and lacks certain security patches, but OPM says those only apply to the legacy system rather than the upgrade and will be phased out. New guidance coming from OMB will push the Treasury Department further behind in protecting its most critical data. OMB expects to issue new cybersecurity policy in the coming weeks around how agencies identify and protect high-value assets. But for the Treasury Department and its largest bureau, the IRS, the policy may be a bigger lift than for most. The Treasury IG for Tax Administration finds the Department and the IRS continue to struggle with the initial 2015 directive on HVAs. Auditors find the IRS still doesn't have a complete inventory of its high-valued assets and hasn't reduced the number of privileged users specific to HVAs. I'm Jason Miller. Three agencies can now hire experts to help with the opioid epidemic more easily. OPM grants the Departments of Homeland Security, Health and Human Services, and State direct hire authority to better respond to the outbreak and spread of the opioid crisis. OPM says this will make it easier to bring on expertise and will help fulfill the multi-agency response detailed in President Trump's October memo declaring the opioid crisis a national health emergency. The Thrift Retirement Investment Board picks BlackRock Institutional Trust Company to continue to manage the Thrift Savings Plan's Fixed Income, or F-Fund. The contract is for one year with four one-year options. BlackRock has already been managing the F, C, S, and I funds. The F-Fund had about $27 billion in assets as of April. The Retirement Thrift Investment Board announced its plans to renew its asset management contract for the F-Fund last November. There's a new method for the Air Force to document and track both spot and annual inspections. The new inspection module combines all safety assessments and evaluations into one single documentation method to make the process more user-friendly. The rollout comes as the Air Force is dealing with a handful of aircraft accidents. The Air Force has started to move some of its pilots back to the U.S. as part of an effort to reduce the strain on those service members and their families. Air Force Chief of Staff General David Goldfein says 140 positions have been reallocated from Kuwait to stateside bases over the past year. He says the Air Force has also boosted the number of pilots it trains by about 70 per year, but the service still faces a shortfall of nearly 2,000 pilots, partly because of stiff competition from civilian airlines. Major General Lori Reynolds is nominated to serve as the Marine Corps Deputy Commandant for Information. The position was established in 2017 and is currently held by Lieutenant General Daniel O'Donohue. Reynolds presently serves as the head of the Marine Corps Force's Cyberspace Command. And NASA Administrator Jim Bridenstine fills out some key management positions. He named Steve Yurchik as Associate Administrator, the agency's highest-ranking civil servant position. Yurchik has been acting in that position since March 10th. Meanwhile, Deputy Associate Administrator Krista Paquin will retire at the end of May. Melanie Saundershaws will fill the role until a permanent deputy is named. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.